T-Pain. Got a fresh line up, yeah, fresh outfit. About to have a parking lot on Smash. Come home with a thug, let's get, get cracking always well. Baby, cause it shit happen. She leave the back seat, just a freak in the magnum. Hopped out the magnum, hopped in the tray, just to let the top back and thank God for the day. Who gives a f what a hater gotta say? I made a couple million dollars last year dealing with Still in the streets, strapped with them things. She in love with a G, so she tatted my name. I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. Ten black made backs back to back in the lane. I'ma make it rain, then I'ma make it back. You are just a lame little homie, that's a fact. Working with the police, acting like you know me. Fresh out of jail already in your Got a fresh line up, get fresh outfit. About to have a parking lot on smash. Plus I got a seven with a four, fit the four in the hood. Got 125 on the dash. I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. I'm the, I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. Thank <laughs> you. 
Good morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Of course, I have to say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Thank you so much for being here with me. It is Tuesday, June 21st, Turned Up Tuesday. Today we're doing it in six degrees of separation. All right, that's how we're doing the songs today. Stick, stick around for that. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toll World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, it's Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. We're going to have some great content uploaded there for you very soon. And here are the headlines we have for you today. In international news, more than 100 civilians killed in Mali attacks. And this is according to a report from the government. Death penalty for captured U.S. citizens not ruled out, Russia says. Ukraine attacks oil drilling platforms off Crimea coast. Hong Kong's iconic floating restaurant sinks in South China Sea. Japan court upholds ban on same-sex marriage. In Afghanistan, five UK citizens released by Taliban. In news out of North America, Canada announces ban on single-use plastics in historic step. Historic church burns down, leaving just Bibles and a cross. Police in Uvalde had rifles earlier than known. There's a new report that's out. Six things to watch in Tuesday's elections in Alabama, Virginia, Georgia, and D.C. Disney employee and 12 other individuals face felony charges for soliciting minors online for sex. In business and tech news, Biden says decision on gas tax holiday may come this week. Someone paid $19 million for a steak lunch with Warren Buffett. In health and science news, new safe sleep guidelines for babies stress, no co-sleeping crib decorations or inclined products. In sports news, L.A., Miami, Atlanta, and 11 other U.S. cities to host 2026 World Cup games. In the Caribbean corner, is Guyana for sale? People react to controversial Vice documentary. Out of Jamaica, local doctor performs brain surgery while patient is alive. Jamaica hammered 5-0 by Honduras in CONCACAF Men's Under-20 Championship. Tammy Jin and Wayne Marshall welcome their baby girl. And should TNT businesses put the salary in job descriptions? We don't have any stories out of Latin America today, but in Believe It or Not, we have the following. An art teacher has been fired after allowing 15-year-old students to pose partially naked for a project. Five-year-old boy died after being left in a car for hours while his mother prepared for a birthday party. In entertainment news, Chris Rock reportedly turns down hosting the Emmy Awards. Pharrell Williams surprises NAACP youth leaders by paying off their student loans. Wendy Williams reveals future plans after talk show. A new podcast is in the works. We have the details coming up right after the music break. Remember, it is Turned Up Tuesday. We're doing it in um, hip-hop, 
yeah a uh, little afro beats but it's all about the six degrees of separation we're gonna have rick ross kick it off for us here he is with you the boss Music. In the world of so many, baby girl, you are that one. I deserve that. I deserve you. Whoa. Born stunner, I could blow money. 50 when I'm shopping, that ain't no money. I got my jeans sagging, money stuffed in them. I got 40 whips, way too much in them. I need me a queen, I need me a dime. Living this fast life, just show me a sign. I'm a G, I'm, 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 I'm a G. Took her from the lane, put her on that condo on that beach. All she needs, all, 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 all she needs is a boss on my level who provides her every need. All I fiend is a queen in my presence. I can hold into I die. A couple cheese in a bezel, I'm a boss. That I will retire with the ring And I will retire with the crown Yes, no I'm not lucky, I'm blessed Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ Me, but I couldn't do it all alone We, young money raised me Grew up out in Baisley Southside Jamaica, Queens and it's crazy Cause I'm still hood, Hollywood couldn't change me Shout out to my haters, sorry that you couldn't phase me Ain't being cocky, we just vindicated Best believe that when we done this moment We'll be syndicated, I don't know This night just remind me of Everything they deposit me of your drinks up it's a celebration every time we link up we done did everything they could think of greatness is what we want to bring up I wish that i could have this moment for life for life for life in this moment i just feel so alive 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 i wish that i Feel so 
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments. On Instagram, Moments With Me Media, and check us out on YouTube, Moments With Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Today it is Turned Up Tuesday, and we're doing it six degrees of separation. We started out with Ricky Rose featuring Nicki Minaj. Now we're hearing Nicki Minaj featuring Drake. And now it is time for the details, and we are starting off with international news. More than 100 civilians killed in Mali attacks. More than 100 civilians have been killed in attacks by suspected armed rebels in central Mali, the government has said. Members of the Katiba Messina armed group assaulted at least three villages in the rural commune of Bankas. And Bankas is in Mali's central Mopti region, and this happened uh, on the night between Saturday and Sunday. At least 132 civilians were killed, and some of the perpetrators have been identified. It said the civilians were coldly killed by fighters of the Masina Katiba of Amadal Kaufa, an organization affiliated to Al-Qaeda. The killings took place in two nearby villages, Diaweli, and Desagao in central Mali, which has long been mired in insecurity. Investigators are on the spot today to find out exactly what happened, the mayor of Bankas told the Associated Press News Agency. Uh, yesterday, we, um, we spoke about the slaughtering of over 200 people in another country in Africa, just yesterday. And here we go in another country. Total different country. 132 civilians killed by rebel groups. There's no other way to describe them, but as rebel groups. They're killing their own, massacring their own. Now, this group today, they're linked to the Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda, however you want to pronounce it. When are we going to stop turning the weapons on each other? This has been going on for a long time. Long enough. What are we trying to achieve? What are we truly trying to achieve here? Religious beliefs? The imposition of one's um, ideologies on another group? And I have said this before, why can't we coexist respectfully? We don't have to believe in the same things. We don't have to agree on the same lifestyle, choices. We don't have to. But we should be able to mutually respect each other and go about our business without feeling the need to kill somebody because we don't agree with whom that person chooses to worship or identify, or eat. And this is all about forcing one's ideology upon another. 
And this is a global issue carried out in different ways. Here we see um, radicals massacring people. In other places, we impose sanctions. In others, we ostracize, cut off, have nothing to do with. In other places, we sit and talk about eradicating people from the face of the earth. So we have to be very careful. We have to learn to temper our thoughts and our control our emotions. Control is at the center of this. We have to exercise control, self-control. And in exercising self-control, we also have to put certain things into practice. Compassion. How can you say you love, but your actions do not portray love? Because if you truly love people, you don't go killing them off in the name of whatever. You don't do that. Another question I have here, or a question I have here, is where are the world's leading organizations stepping in? Why aren't they stepping in and saying enough is enough? Why aren't they putting feet on the ground to stop the bloody massacres that are happen happening on the continent in the various countries? Good morning, Afo. Good morning. When are they going to step in, step up, and say something? Because looking on, it would appear as though nobody cares. But I refuse to believe that nobody cares. I refuse to believe that. Well, you know something? Forget about foreign bodies. The problem, in my opinion, and we can't depend on externals to fix internal problems. My problem the leaders of the country, the leaders of Mali, the leaders of Nigeria, the leaders of Cameroon, the leaders of Burkina Faso, the leaders. I'm not going to hold the World Health Organization or the C or the um not the World Health Organization, the, the United Nations responsible. I'm not going to hold Europe responsible, any country out of Europe. I'm not going to hold the U.S. responsible because it's not their responsibility. It is the responsibility of the leaders of those countries to see to it that these heinous acts are put to an end. And I no longer want to play the blame game about centuries of this. Act. Okay, we, we are fully aware of everything, of the atrocities that were imposed upon the different countries by colonizers, but that's not the issue now. Why are we... Why are we being malicious with each other. You kill 132 civilians in the name of Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, however you want to pronounce it. To what? To what benefit? Because I tell you something, you can kill the body, but you can't kill the soul. You can't force somebody to believe because they may pretend, but deep down inside, you can't control the mind and what's going on in there because you can't see it. 
You can try to force people to live a certain way. But the truth is, they're only going to pretend to appease you. But you cannot eradicate one's true thoughts. We can't. And I'm sorry for rambling this morning, but it's kind of sickening what's going on in the various countries in Africa, especially West, starting from the West, heading over to the East, primarily in Central Africa. We're not preserving our own. We're not doing that. Go right ahead, Afo. Give thanks. Moments, everything we say, I agree with you. You know what I mean? I really talk to you, But at the same time, at the same time, some of these foreign entities were kind of start certain war. And then, due to the fact that they know these some of these African leaders are very, very greedy. It's easy for them just, you know, stop their finger, offer some money, and the idiot them turn against their own. So, in a way, them, the, some of these foreign countries, they may fuel certain stuff. Uh, European countries, they may fuel certain things. You know what I mean? Because the, the leader, what they have in, but at the same time, when I love to see the people them kinda of rise up certain way and get rid of these people. Like get them out of office. You know what I mean? So you can't really again, you can't but me me but not really blame everything upon the, the um, foreign entities, um, European countries and all them stuff there, you know what I mean? But now gonna do that. Some of the blame off the pan, some of the leaders them on the, uh, the the continent of Africa. You get me? They're too damn greedy. And what am I do with the um uh, what the tribe name again? Uh, the, the Maasai? The Maasai tribe. Them the Maasai tribe them are peaceful people and them don't know about no gun. All them know about them bow and arrow. And the government have come to them with them forces with guns. And we all know gun and um, bow and arrow. And, and, and gun, yeah, that's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, a whole heap of gunfight. <laughs> so, it's like the people don't have no choice. You know what I mean? They don't have no choice and for just surrender and just move to wherever they so need to move go so that they can use the people, them ancestral land for hunt. You get me? I say, for, for hunting games. So, and, and, and to those, these rebels, but you know what I want with these rebels? Like, them have strength for them own people in terms of people who not who, who don't even see them who not do nothing to them it, it, why not go turn your gun them upon the leaders them who are corrupt the country and make you know, in our situation when you hide out in some wilderness and you can't get proper running water and food and why not go turn your gun upon them people that who are stopping you know, from have, have livable, um, having livable wages and all these things you are turn your gun upon people who just in them village I go through the same suffocation like you know, and I wonder, yo, how we are going to put food on the table for, for, for the next day? These are the people them I go to and I try to kill off. Instead I go to the people them who I rub up the land them and the resources and I sell them out to the point where they have to in some hole and some mountain or some the bush and hide off from, from society. I'm, I can never understand that. You get me? So some blame after they upon the people them so, so them demons as well 
Because I'm not actually calling people demons of evil entities. The blame of them on some of them as well as the leaders them as well. Some of the leaders them. Because I, 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 to me, it's, it's like it, it, them and them the rebels them are coming at the same. It's just right. that they use um, different tactics to carry out their agenda. But when you really slow and look on it, 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 the leaders them and the, the rebels them are the same. They are the same thing. Well, they're led by the rebels. The, the rebels are led by them at the end of the day. Exactly. Right? And here's the exactly. issue, Afolabi. The issue is control. And that control was gained by brainwashing. For example, Al-Qaeda the group that right is behind here. the killing of the 132 people. They brainwashed the, the locals, turned them into rebels, and made them believe that they're fighting for a religious cause. When you are able to control one's mind, you can control their actions. Which is right. Right? So that is what we have going on here. Uh, Ukraine attacks oil drilling platforms off Crimea coast. The governor of Moscow-controlled Crimea has said three people were injured and seven are missing after Ukraine fired on three oil drilling platforms in the Black Sea of the Russian annexed peninsula. We confirm that there are three injured and seven reported missing. We guarantee that the search will continue, said the governor on Monday, referring to the platforms of the Crimea-based oil and gas company there. This is the first reported strike against the offshore energy infrastructure in Crimea since Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24. Hong Kong's iconic floating restaurant sinks in South China Sea. Jumbo Floating Restaurant, a once famed but financially struggling Hong Kong tourist attraction, sank in the South China Sea after being towed away from the city, its parent company said. It capsized on Sunday near the Paracel Islands after it encountered adverse conditions and began to take on water, Aberdeen Restaurant Enterprises announced in a statement yesterday. The water depth at the scene is over 1,000 meters, making it extremely difficult to carry out salvage works. The company said it was very saddened by the incident, but that no crew members were injured. It said marine engineers had been hired to inspect the floating restaurant and install hoardings on the vessel before the trip, and that all relevant approvals had been obtained. The restaurant closed in March 2020, citing the COVID-19 pandemic as the final straw after almost a decade of financial woes. Can I be facetious here for a second and say this sounds like a deliberate plan to me? I think they wanted to sink it um, because it was there all along for decades. You, quote unquote, had all the relevant approvals. You did the necessaries to before moving it and then it moves and just sinks. <laughs> ah, Just my thoughts. Yeah, so no, it's an old game that a lot of businesses play. They destroy their business to as a way to bail out with the hopes that they will get their insurance money. And I'm not saying this is what they did. Don't, don't misquote me. I'm just saying it's a little suspicious. Yeah. A court in Osaka has dismissed a lawsuit that argued Japan's ban on same-sex marriage was unconstitutional. 
The ruling on Monday dealt a setback to LGBTQ rights activists in the only group of seven nations that does not allow people of the same gender to marry. Three same-sex couples, two male and one female, had filed the case in the Osaka District Court, only the second to be heard on the issue in Japan. In addition to rejecting their claim that being unable to marry was unconstitutional, the court also threw out their demands for 1 million yen, which is the equivalent of 7,414 <clears throat> in damages for each couple. Japan's constitution defines marriage as being based on the mutual consent of both sexes. Under the current rules in Japan, same-sex couples are not allowed <clears throat> excuse me, to legally marry. They cannot inherit their partner's assets, such as the house they may have shared, and also have no parental rights over their partner's children. Though partnership certificates issued by some individual municipalities help same-sex couples to rent a place together and have hospital visitation rights, they do not give them the full legal rights enjoyed by heterosexual couples. Last week, the Tokyo prefectural government passed a bill to recognize same-sex partnership agreements, meaning more than half of Japan's population is now covered by such agreements. While Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has said the issue needs to be carefully considered, his ruling Liberal Democratic Party, the LDP, has not disclosed any plans to review the matter or propose legislation. Our next story comes out of Afghanistan, five UK citizens released by the Taliban. The Taliban have released several British citizens who were detained in Afghanistan after an agreement was reached between the two countries, Taliban and UK officials have said. The detainees were released on Sunday following a series of meetings between Afghan and British officials. Uh, a number of British nationals were released who were arrested about six months ago for violating the laws and traditions of the Afghan people. Mujahid did not say what laws the U.S. citizens had broken or elaborate on why they had been detained. The statement said all of them pledged to respect the laws of Afghanistan, the traditions and culture of the Afghan people, and not to violate them again. London said five Britons have been released but did not provide their identities or de identities or details on when they were arrested and on what grounds warning folks you know the old saying when in rome do as the romans romans do um there is so much information that's available to us through technology that medium is readily available in our hands before going to another country i would strongly encourage one to do research do some research about traditions culture what is accepted and what is not accepted as right down to even dress code and understand that you cannot go to other people's countries and do as you like because you're able to do as you like in your country Respect people's cultures, respect their laws, right? You're there for a little time. Even if you decide to take up residence there, understand that some countries are set in their ways and no matter what, they're not going to change, bend over backwards to accommodate you. 
You want, especially when you talk about the Middle East, the Mediterranean, be very careful. Don't go there thinking you can, it's business as usual. No, do your research and then go. And upon doing your research and accessing the information, see to it that you try your best to fit in as best as possible for the time you're going to be there. All right. And those were our stories out of um, the, from the international scene. Coming up after the music break, we do have um, news stories out of North America. Today, it is Turned Up Tuesday, and we're doing it a little hip-hop, a little Afrobeats, uh, mixing it up a little bit, but we're definitely doing it six degrees of separation. Now we're going to hear from Drake and Wizkid with One Dance. It will play. Yay! Here we go. <laughs> Baby, I like and of course, this is featuring Wizkid and Kyla. Grips on your ways, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Streets not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away. OT, OT. There's never much love when we go OT. I pray to make it back in one piece. I pray, I pray. That's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. Strength and guidance, all that I'm wishing for my friends. Nobody makes it from my ends. I had to bust up the silence. You know you gotta stick by me. Soon as you see the text, reply me. I don't wanna spend time fighting. We got no time, and that's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time for I go Higher powers taking hold on me As long as we go daily, I'm on amigo pay. 
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments on Instagram at Mo- uh, Moments with Me Media and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment and click on that notification bell. Get ready because we're going to be loading up a lot of awesome content on the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It is Turned Up Tuesday. Hearing a little bit of um, hip hop, a little Afro beats. We're doing it in six degrees of separation style. Before you heard um, Drake featuring Wizkid. One dance, and now you're listening to Wizkid featuring Burner Boy with Ginger. If we enter the place, I go day nice. I go figgy, 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 I go rewind. Say, now me go be the DJ, I'm on feel nice. Say, my body know they start to do this. And now it is time for stories out of North America. Canada announces ban on single use plastics in historic step. The government of Canada announced that it will ban the manufacturing and import of a number of harmful single-use plastics with several new regulations coming into place in December. The new rules announced Monday will apply to checkout bags, utensils, food service products with plastic that is difficult to recycle, ring carriers, stir sticks and straws with some exceptions, the government announced in a release. Our government is all in when it comes to reducing plastic pollution. That's why we're announcing today that our government is delivering on its commitment to ban harmful single-use plastics. This is a historic step towards beating plastic pollution and keeping our communities, lands, and oceans clean. The sale of such items will be prohibited starting in December 2023. A buffer period meant to give businesses time to adjust to the changes and wind down their existing supplies. The government will also ban the export of six plastics by the end of 2025. The federal government listed plastics as toxic under the Canadian Environmental Protection Act last year, which paved the way for regulations to ban some. However, a consortium of plastics producers is suing the government over the toxic designation in a case expected to be heard later this year. Um, oh, James isn't here yet, but I'm all for um, saving our planet. I really am. And people need to stop being nasty and just dumping things on the streets. I have seen people um, just throw things out of their car windows, toss things out, drop things wherever they're walking, drink out of something and just drop it on the ground. That's just nasty, right? Um, but don't they have recycling plants that they could send the, or is it that all plastic cannot be recycled? That part. That part. Oh. I, went, I went on a school trip with my daughter to a recycling plant um, and they had to separate um, the plastics some things were recyclable and some were not and it and it goes with um and it goes county by county city by city not all recycling plants are the same mm. so the ones that they can recycle they do and the other they can't they have to dump it or they have to ship it to another recycling facility that can handle it so that part you can't not every plastic is recyclable some 
things are too thin that it will not go in the machine or if it goes in the machine it will cause problems so it can't um they can't redo it okay use it makes yeah. sense so you're spot on you're spot on okay thank you so much for explaining that i appreciate that because i honestly thought once it has that recycled thing at the bottom or on the side of the um container it can be recycled um yeah oh, so no but that part most of them if they have the thing on it then it can but okay. you'll find some of them and if you try and you're like really is that a seven is that a six is that a five if you can't read it likelihood is where you live can't recycle it okay gotcha makes sense yeah as but you know what i'm thinking about i remember i used to buy voss water because it was in a bottle love the fact that their water was in a bottle but they switched to plastic and then they lost yeah. me as a customer yep right the recycling company when we were there they're like here are the things that you should use use metal use glass mm -hmm. use heavy plastics the ones that can be reused but they were dissuading people like potato chips if you like potato chips don't buy the small bag buy a big one and share it out of that yes. because the less stuff that's in the environment the better it is for everybody else agreed so like so they hate costco probably because you think they get all those individual serving things <laughs> get a big old bag of that instead and then it's a little bit less trash in the system in the environment yeah Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, education is key. And we can do, our little bit does add up. If every, you know, they say a penny a day, right? Um, don't step over those pennies, folks, that you see on the, by the way, are we, we're not seeing any money on the street anymore. <laughs> I can tell the last time I saw money on the street, I'm not seeing any pennies, any nickels, dimes, or quarters. Worse a dollar bill. There was a time when you would see a $20 bill here, a $5 you're not seeing it. What people not dropping money anymore? <laughs> we use our cards and our phones to pay for everything, ma'am. What? What's that? What's that? <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, so we we definitely embrace whatever we can do to preserve the planet because it's not just for us; it's for generations to come, right? Um, out of Wise County in Texas, a historic church that stood for over 120 years in rural Wise County just south of Bridgeport, burned down on Friday. According to the Wise County Fire Marshal, no one was inside the Balsora Baptist Church at the time, but a couple of first responders suffered minor heat-related injuries. One was also hurt by falling debris. Sonny Smith, the church's pastor, could not believe what he saw when he visited the spot where his church burned. A lot of memories, a lot of heartbreak. The remains of a piano, Smith said, played for us each week, stood in the rubble of bricks and wood. The piano. The only items that survived, stacks of charred Bibles and a cross. That cross is where we could get little pieces of paper with a string, and everyone put all their family members and different ones they wanted to pray for, and we hung them on that cross. It's an absolute miracle that that cross made it through the fire when nothing else did. Smith said they were doing renovations on the fellowship hall to expand the kitchen. But when crews left for lunch on Friday, that's when the flames went up. So let me do a age test now. Huh? Let me throw this out here. Who remembers when Barry G, you know who Barry G is for the Jamaicans. You remember who Barry G is? yes okay good all right so i have somebody close to my age good so, 
So remember when his car caught on fire back in Jamaica? You remember that? The only thing that did not burn in that car was a Bible. The car destroyed, but the only thing that was left was a Bible. Interesting. And it's not the first time, this is not the second time I should say I'm hearing of this situation. I've heard of other cases where houses have been burned to the ground, buildings have been burned to the ground, and yet the Bible is the only thing that survives. Interesting. So you remember that story, um, Otto Otto with his car? You're not that old, that is okay. So I, I take it. I'm the yeah, oldest. I don't remember. I'm the oldest one in the room then. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I remember that clearest day. I never forget listening to the news report. I was in the kitchen when it came on, on the radio. Yeah. Um, so here's another report regarding the Uvalde situation. Multiple police officers, and this is a report that was put together. And thanks to the Associated Press via WSVN, it has been um, put out. Multiple police officers armed with rifles and at least one ballistic shield stood and waited in a school hallway for nearly an hour while a gunman carried out a massacre of 19 elementary students and two teachers. And this is according to a Monday news report that marks the latest embarrassing revelation about the failure of law enforcement to thwart the attack. The officers with heavier firepower and tactical equipment were there within 19 minutes of the gunman arriving on campus earlier than previously known. And this is according to the documents reviewed by the Austin American Statement, Statesman and KVUETV. The outlet's report, which did not indicate the source of the documents, nevertheless intensifies the anguish and questions over why police did not act sooner to stop the May 24 slaughter in the Robb Elementary School classroom. The information is to be presented to a pub public Texas Senate hearing in Austin today. Investigators say the latest information indicates officers had more than enough firepower and protection to take down the gunman long before they finally did. The timeline, the American statesman and KVUE reported from the documents, included footage from inside the school that showed the 18-year-old gunman casually entering a rear door at 11.33 a.m., walking to a classroom and immediately spraying gunfire before barricading himself. Video showed 11 officers, not one, not two, 11 officers entering the school three minutes later. Four minutes later, at 11.44 a.m., body camera video recorded the sound of more gunshots. At 11.52 a.m., the first ballistic shield arrived as officers grew impatient to act. Arredondo struggled to find a key to the classroom door, even though no one is believed to have tried opening the door. Another officer with a ballistic shield arrived at 12.03 p.m. And another came with a shield two minutes later. About 30 minutes before officers finally breached the classroom door at 
12.50 p.m., Arredondo is heard wondering aloud if the gunman could be shot through a window. Only at 12.46 p.m. did Arredondo tell the tactical team members to breach the door when ready. 11.33 enters the door, enters the building. 11 officers at 11.36, three minutes later, entered the school. And I'm going to say that's a reasonable amount of time. And I'm saying, here's why I'm saying this. Between 11.33 and 11.36. Let's remember by the time 911 uh, gets the call and dispatches and they get there, right? And they rush out or whatever. So I'm going to say, okay, three minutes. I'm not going to squeeze them for that because no one appears on site immediately. Okay? But... You're seen entering the school three minutes later. What happened? What, what, what happened? And the, the report shows, thank God for video. Whoever God um, put the idea in to create video, thank you. Because video is what is, has revealed the timeline and the events. So now how do they stand up and defend their actions? And how are the residents of Uvalde going to hold the police force accountable to a large degree? They showed up and deliberate, deliberated. Ah, not sure. Should I? Should we? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah, we should. No, we should. No, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You, no one tried opening the door. This is per the body cameras now, folks. Not us assuming. This is live video showing us what happened. Yeah. 12.50 p.m. 12.50 p.m. Arredondo is wondering aloud if the gunman should could be shot through a window why wasn't that decision made right away let's say somebody tried the door and that wasn't caught on camera i'm just saying let's say that attempt wasn't caught on camera you realize you can't get in the door you can't find the key boom right away let's go around to the window because there's window access why wasn't that thought of right away you know, I try a key or a door or try to open it. They they got feet to kick down doors. They got battering rams to do all of that. That makes no sense. Exactly, Altada. Agreed. But I'm just thinking like an ignoramus right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got you, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's unacceptable. Does train, it, it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. The whole, the whole thing makes absolutely no sense. Um, in building clearing, when when I went through training, all it takes is four of us. 
four officers to go in a building and clear an entire building within 30 minutes to an hour without more people. Four. And they have what, over 11 or 12, 13, whatever the number was, and they already had high-powered weapons on site. Mm -hmm. And when I'm talking about building clearing, I'm just talking about just our regular service pistol. That uh, what they're talking about makes no sense. Absolutely the whole thing not. To me was just a very cowardly act. Now, let me ask you out of order: cowardly or purposeful? However, it must be defined realistically. Um, I, as being in that would have been in that position, I just call it cowardly. Because the child, to me, children are the one one set of people that can't defend themselves, and they depend on us adults, police officers, nurses, firefighters, whoever, mom, dad, to protect them. And this whole, this entire community failed them. That's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I agree with you. Very coward. Turn your badges in, please. And if they won't turn their badges in, the city of Uvalde needs to see to it that every single officer that showed up from Arredondo right down, every single officer that showed up, every single officer that was hesitant, they don't need to be on the force. Over an hour. I think, I think to me personally, with the way society set up now, I think most of them, whoever is in charge, right on down to the ones that didn't act, should be charged. Yeah, I agree because with you. There's, there's laws on the books to say if you know of a crime that's being committed or has been committed or... Um, after the fact that it's committed, that you can be charged as, um, with whatever happened as well. Yeah. Um, uh, in Florida, it's called principal in the first, second, and third. So if, in principal in the first, if you knew about the act beforehand, principal in the second, if you knew of it during and didn't do anything to stop it, if you, in the third, if you... Um, knew about it afterwards and didn't turn the person in, you can still be charged. Mm -hmm. So those those people should be held accountable. Because yeah. this is unprecedented um, event where you had so many, you had, I call it an entire damn department out there while kids are being shot and you did absolutely nothing. Yeah. And when the videos came out about one mother went in, went in and got her children <laughs> and one, one, Lone hero ran past them and stopped this individual. It is, it's, it's just sickening. I agree with you. And thank you for that insight in terms of policy, order of operation, what should be done. Thank you for that. So, yes, based on that information, they should be held accountable. They should be charged as well. Six things to watch in Tuesday's elections in Alabama, Virginia, Georgia, and D.C. Alabamians voting in Tuesday's runoff for the Republican Senate nomination will decide between the establishment candidate former President Donald Trump has endorsed in Katie Britt and the conservative who has long embraced Trump's brand of politics, 
even though he is now at odds with the former president, U.S. Representative um, M.O. Brooks. Mo Brooks. Brooks, why am I saying M.O.? <laughs> Mo Brooks. Alabama is one of several states across the South to hold elections Tuesday. Primaries in Virginia and runoff elections in Georgia will determine the general election matchups for a handful of the nation's most competitive congressional races in November's midterm elections. And Democrats in Washington, D.C. will decide whether to nominate the city mayor for a third time. So here are six things to watch in Tuesday's elections. Can Trump stir the Alabama GOP Senate runoff? Republicans pick candidates in key Virginia congressional races. Trump tries again in Georgia runoffs. Will the Stacey Abrams slate succeed in Georgia Democratic runoffs? A black Republican seeks to flip Democratic-held Georgia district. And Bowser seeks third term as D.C. mayor. All right, let's see how that goes. Yep. Um, this story, I mean, I am thankful that they're cracking down on folks. And I, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. With news constantly swirling in our faces, why would you not take heed? So Disney employee, 12 other individuals face felony charges for soliciting minors online for sex. A Disney World employee and 12 others face felony charges for allegedly soliciting children for sex online. The 13 suspects between the ages of 20 and 67 are facing 49 felony charges. The charges were given out following a two-week-long undercover investiga investigation sorry, called Operation Child Protector 2. The 30-year-old Disney World employee... Uh, someone's mic is open. The 30-year-old Disney World employee, Zachary Hudson, allegedly exchanged online messages with an undercover detective posing as a 15-year-old girl. When the detective asked Hudson if he had an issue with her age, he replied, as long as my being older doesn't bother you, authorities said. Hudson later said, age is just a number. Their conversation moved to text where police say Hudson described the sexual acts he wanted to do to her. In addition, he also sent over a nude photo of himself. What would an operation be? Either a pornography investigation or predator operation or human trafficking operation without a Disney employee. We always have a Disney employee, Polk County Sheriff uh, Grady Judd says. Hudson was arrested after authorities obtained a warrant. He was taken into custody possibly before or after his shift as he was wearing his work uniform in his mugshot. Hudson was charged with one count of using a two-way communication device to commit a felony and one count of trans, um, transmitting material that is harmful to a minor. Clean them up. Yeah, get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get them off the streets because they are clearly not paying attention to what's going on out there. Clearly. It's time for us to take a music break. Those were our stories out of North America. It is Turn Up Tuesday. We're playing so, a little hip-hop, a little bit of Afro beats. And, you know, we're doing it 
in the style of six degrees of separation. Uh, coming up now, we're going to hear from um, Ed Sheeran and Burna Boy. And the, well, I should say Burna Boy and Ed Sheeran with Own It. And, and then after that, it's going to be Ed Sheeran with Camila Caballo and Cardi B. <sighs> yep, 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 yep. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with our minds as people. Why we're not getting it together. Leave young people alone. Please leave them alone. Own it. Girl, you just own it. Cause your body's on fire. Show me how to control it. And go ahead, you flip and get higher. Girl, I love how you roll it. I put my hand there. Hold it. I'ma be right by you. I'ma be right by you. I'ma be right by Lighters up, lighters up, one time lighters up Pulled up in the party when you saw me, I was lighting up my J So go ahead and brighten up my day Lighters in the air when you're lighting up the rave And it's feeling like I met you here before Girl, I feel your presence when they let you through the door Never had a brother give you everything and more So I take a little piece and then the rest of it is yours, me and more I don't dare when I don't dare tell you But can you taste and I play I know no where you take to me With just this guy by my brain Loving when I put you in your place I can tell you love it just by looking in your face It's the way that you wind up your waist I'm so in awe, girl, you never have to worry about nothing You know it's yours, you know you're on it Girl, you just own it Cause your body's on fire Show me how to control it And go ahead, you stiff and get higher Girl, I love how you hold it I put my hand up Jump in that water, be free Come south of the border with me Jump in 
thank you to all our listeners logged on to qmzradio.com johnnoradio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee in tow world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget to follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments with me media and subscribe to our youtube channel moments with me i had no idea Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Today it is Turned Up Tuesday, a little Afro beats, a little hip hop, and we're doing it in six degrees of separation style. You heard Ed Sheeran, Burna Boy, and Ed Sheeran with um, Own It, and now you're listening to Ed Sheeran. Featuring Camila Caballo and Cardi B, South of the Border. And now it is time for business and tech news. Biden says decision on a gas tax holiday may come this week. (laughs) President Joe Biden said Monday that he will decide by the end of the week whether he would support a federal gasoline tax holiday, possibly saving U.S. consumers as much as 18.4 cents a gallon. Yes, I'm considering it, Biden told reporters after taking a walk along the beach near his vacation home in Delaware. I hope to have a decision based on the data. I'm looking for the data by the end of the week. The administration is increasingly looking for ways to spare the public from higher prices at the pump, which began to climb last year and surged after Russia invaded Ukraine in February. Gas prices nationwide are averaging just under $5 a gallon, under which $5 a gallon? It's over $5 a gallon. Y'all need to get your stats together. And this is according to AAA. Biden said members of his team were to meet this week with CEOs of the major oil companies to discuss rising prices. Biden lashed out at oil companies, saying they are making excessive profits when people are feeling the crunch of skyrocketing costs at the pump and inflation. But Biden said he would not be meeting the oil executives himself. I want an explanation for why they are not refining more oil, Biden said. The Biden administration has already released oil from the U.S. Strategic Reserve and increased ethanol blending for the summer, in addition uh, to sending a letter last week to oil refiners urging them to increase their refining capacity. Yet, those efforts have yet to reduce price pressures meaningfully such that the administration is now considering a gas tax holiday. Taxes on gasoline and diesel fuel help to pay for highways. The Penn-Wharton budget model released estimates Wednesday showing that consumers saved at the pump because of gas tax holidays in Connecticut, Georgia, and Maryland. The majority of the savings went to consumers instead of service stations and others in the energy sector. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, in a Sunday interview on CNN's State of the Union, cautioned that part of the challenge with the gas tax, of course, is that it funds the roads. But Treasury Secretary uh, Janet Yellen on Monday 
noted consumers are really hurting from higher gas prices and remained open to a gas tax holiday. Is it me? <laughs> or does it seem as though when it comes to issues relating to the citizens of the United States of America, um, the Biden administration, they're always thinking, yet to come up with a decision, not sure what to do. But there was undoubtedly no hesitation to ship money and missiles over to the Ukraine. Gas tax holiday, 18.4 cents a gallon. Is that really going to help one day? Is that really going to help? If I was it Venezuela, I remember, I think it was last month or the month before we read where Venezuela is allowing citizens to sign up for subsidized gas. How, how are they doing that? So they're signing up. You're allowed to sign up. You, you, you register your vehicle, right? Your license plate, put your name. And on a particular day, you're told which date is that you're allowed to go to the gas station, fill up your tank, 50 cents per gallon. Remember, the equivalent was 50 cents per gallon. Venezuela, doing that for their people because they're they understand the economic burden and the financial constraints that its citizens are facing. So they put in a cushion, 50 cents. Is Venezuela considered a third world country? Yeah. But the almighty USA, Biden says a decision on gas tax may come this week. May! We're always on the back burner, Biden. Don't let it, Biden become by then. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Because that's what you're looking for to happen. If you don't make decisions and stand firm on your decisions and sign your signature, the Republicans are going to take over in November. And then two years after that, bye. Then, bye. No, no, the man move as if you feel like say yo, even a plan for run for president again. So you must say yo, here you are. Why no? Why why am I not office? Just I go do my thing, yeah, man. And then when we're gone, anything can happen after that. Not at all. Team we can come up with. <laughs> but but still other explanation. You know what I mean? But Jaja. And, and here's the thing, Afo. They're worried about the roads. To hell with the roads right now. To hell with the roads. You mean to tell me that right now the roads are more important than people being able to put food on their tables? Huh? Yeah, the eyes are bad, yeah. People are struggling to get to work. There are some people right here on this app, in this room with us, 
ourselves included who have to drive anywhere from 30 to 60 miles or our uh, your journeys our one way to work an hour plus vehicles don't run on water because y'all don't want vehicles to run on water because there's no profit to be made if vehicles run on water so come on man wake the heck up we don't need roads right now we have roads yeah they may be a little congested but we'll make do what we need right now is immediate relief don't tell me about no damn road what am i gonna do eat the road am i oh you know what we all may need the roads after all because we all gonna end up setting up tents on the roads because we can't even pay our rent or mortgage because that's a whole not a story so yeah we probably need the roads at least they'll be smooth for us to pitch our tents and you know set up porta potties and live out there is that what is is that where we're headed why the roads are so important overhead um roads they provide shelter you know pitch up the tent and need shelter. <laughs> exactly uh, yeah man right i need the, the, the overhead road you know i don't know which one of you want to be my neighbor but looks as though that's what they want to be for us we live on the roads tax holiday 18.4 cents a gallon okay you're gonna do a tax holiday let us get it throughout the summer every day throughout the summer because you know um ethanol uh, um, evaporates really quick so you know during the summer when it's really hot your gas is gonna evaporate out your vehicle really quick right so give us that 18.4 cents then for the entire summer right now if you use premium uh when we drove by the gas station the other day five dollars and 29 cents and we take away what <laughs> 18 cents that's five dollars and 11 cents i'm buying we're still over five dollars here in florida in south florida we, we, that, that ain't doing a damn thing for us down here i'm sorry not doing a thing keep your tax holiday down here in florida we need something better subsidize 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 if venezuela can do it as a third world country i don't see why the u.s can't do it as a first world country stop worrying about money and profit and all of that and let me ask a question didn't he meet with oil company executives prior to prices soaring and reassured us and i'm not gonna let that go and i know i have said it a number of times but i'm not letting it go because i remember it vividly he met with oil executives at the onset of the war between russia and ukraine and assured us that we would not be impacted because of the reserves that they have nobody remembers that he don't remember that the administration don't remember that well i remember i remember very well and i remember after reading it i said well let's see what happens and here we go march april may june four months in that promise in typical political fashion gone with the wind gone evaporated like gas gone 
So you're going to meet with them to talk about the skyrocketing costs at the pump and inflation. Huh? You're going to meet with them to talk about that. And then what? And then what? I don't know if Rosola can speak or anyone up there in Georgia. How much money did you save on gas tax holiday? How much money did you save putting gas in your car? How much? Anyone in Connecticut? How much did you save? Anyone in Maryland? How much did you individually save? Because they're saying that the Penn-Wharton budget model released a statement, an estimate, saying that consumers saved in Connecticut, Georgia, and Maryland. So I want someone from each of those states to let me know when you had the gas tax holiday, how much did you actually save at the pump? Was it effective for you? I'm not talking about the state as a whole. You personally. How much did you save? Was it worth it? Did you even see the savings? Hmm? So Sola said zero dollars in the chat. She can't speak. <laughs> and it's five fifty nine to fill her tank. To fill her a gallon to fill her tank. Ah. Thank you. It's six thirty nine for me now. <laughs> at the basic. Thank you. So that. And that's when I go hunt down the cheap station. <laughs> the Arcos are less expensive than the other places. So I go to the Arcos and it's six thirty nine for the pre the not the premium, the very basic one per <laughs> gallon. When you pay with cash. Sonette, how far do you live from home? How far do you live from work? Twenty miles per day, ten miles to work, ten miles back. All right, Sonette, we're gonna get those walking running sneakers out. <laughs> It's clearly oh the new job hunt is on okay give me a few <laughs> listen bicycles come on pull them out folks let's burn some calories and get fit <laughs> because these gas prices stressing us out stressing us out and they're not stressed up there in washington because what we pay for the gas in their vehicles for them so who cares? Because a lot of them are chauffeur driven. Ah, thank you, Alpha. You know, the other day I saw a video on TikTok. Love me some TikTok. Yes, don't judge me. So, saw a video on TikTok where a woman, let me see, did I save that video? I need to look and see if I saved it. But she went in front of a body of um, people and she was addressing them with her concerns and she said this, and this stood out because it's something that was brought to um, the forefront last year. How can a desk, no, let me rephrase that. How is it you can give senators, each senator, right? How is it you can give each of them a $40,000 budget for office furniture? But yet you tell someone who makes $30,000 a year that they do not qualify 
for government assistance. Office furniture for the year, $40,000. Nothing is wrong with the furniture you have in the office. You don't need it. You don't need it replaced. It's fine. It's just fine. But you get $40,000 for office furniture every year. But you tell a struggling family, a single mother, and a woman can be single because of divorce, death, separation, or her personal choice, right? You tell a single mother that $30,000, she is living above the poverty line, so she does not need assistance. But you're okay signing off on $40,000 for office furniture. Does that make sense? Senators make over $140,000 a year. And they're going to look at a single mother making $30,000 a year and tell her that she is comfortable. She's not within the poverty line. She doesn't need assistance. But they are making $140,000. They're talking about how tight things are with them. Maybe that make sense. How detached are you from the realities of what's going on in your constituencies? You get to Washington and you completely forget how people are surviving or trying to survive, trying to make ends meet? Huh? People might say, well, they look on social media and everybody with a pens, everybody doing this, that, that. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something about social media. Um, people will pose up next to people's vehicles. People will have the one little Gucci slippers and is it them take picture in every time. People buy clothes to pose in them and return the clothes, make sure the tags are, you know, out of sight to create a solution. So don't, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. And then they say, oh, um, but there are so many entrepreneurs now. When you look, everybody is an entrepreneur. Don't be fooled. A lot of the entrepreneurs you see on TikTok and IG, they're struggling. But they keep posting and posting and posting with the hope that they are going to get their break. So don't be fooled by that either. So if that's what they're looking at, and I hope to God they're not, but if that's what they're looking at, they are being misled like a lot of people democrats start packing your boxes because you gonna be out of a job someone paid 19 million dollars for a steak lunch with warren buffett there is really no such thing as a free lunch an anonymous bidder paid a record-breaking $19 million for a private steak lunch with legendary investor Warren Buffett. The sale was part of the 21st annual auction for a lunch with Buffett produced in collaboration with eBay and the Glide Foundation, a San Francisco-based nonprofit working on combating poverty, hunger, and homelessness. The bidding started with $25,000 on June 12th and ended with 19100 
from an anonymous bidder on Friday. And this is according to a news release from eBay. This year's huge sum is more than four times the winning bid of $4.5 million in 2019, the last auction before a hiatus due to the COVID-19 pandemic. 2019's winner was cryptocurrency entrepreneur Justin Sun. The mystery winner will enjoy a private lunch with Buffett and up to seven guests at Smith and Walensky Steakhouse in New York City, says eBay. Unfortunately, for aspiring investors hoping to top this year's record, this is the last year of the power lunch with Buffett. The annual auction has raised over $53 million for Glide. Here's what I would have done a little differently. And humor me, please. Um, here's what I would have done. The money, I think, is going towards a foundation, a not-for-profit working on combating poverty, hunger, and homelessness. So it's going to a good cause. Okay, so I'm, I'm here for that. But instead of me... The multimillionaire who is able to afford the $19 million private steak lunch to sit down with Warren Buffett. Clearly, I don't need advice from him because I'm already banking. I'm doing good, right? I would say, you know something? Let us give seven aspiring entrepreneurs, if you want to go into the college arena and pull on some uh, fourth-year students, and give them the opportunity to sit with him and gain a wealth of knowledge. That's what I would have said. I don't know. Anybody else see it that way? Or what would you do? What, 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 19 million or 19,000? $19 million. And I'm not Jesus frowning on Christ. it. Here's why I'm not frowning on it, Afo. Because the mo- it's an auction that was done and the money is going towards a foundation in San Francisco. It's a non-for-profit working on combating poverty, hunger, and homelessness. So the money is going to that foundation to help, right? Oh, okay, okay. Right. Okay. So I'm not mad at that. What I'm saying is instead of me, the, the millionaire, sitting down with him, why not give aspiring entrepreneurs the opportunity to sit with him instead, with Warren Buffett, to gain some information, to be able to learn tactics and strategies. That's what I would do. I don't need to sit with Warren Buffett. If I have $19 million, I don't need to sit with him. Go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Javette. In all honesty, do we know if he's actually going to be the one sitting down? That's really just what he wants. Ah, so it says the mystery winner will enjoy a private lunch with Buffett and up to seven guests. You're right. It doesn't say if he's going to do it. But based on the report, I don't know. He may swap out. I hope he does, though, Javette. Yes, let's let's pray that he's able to be just as... um what is the word charitable (laughs) (laughs) with those seven placements yeah yeah that's what i would hope for that's what i would hope for yeah so in health and science news new safe sleep guidelines for babies stress no co-sleeping crib decorations or inclined products 
Co-sleeping under any circumstances is not safe for infant sleep, the American Academy of Pediatrics stressed on Tuesday in the first update to its safe sleep guidelines for babies since 2016. We know that many parents choose to share a bed with a child, for instance, perhaps to help with breastfeeding or because of a cultural preference or a belief that it is safe, said Dr. Rebecca Carlin, who co-authored the guidelines and technical report from the AAP Task Force on Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, otherwise known as SIDS, and the AAP Committee on Fetus and Newborn in a statement. The evidence is clear that co-sleeping significantly raises the risk of a baby's injury or death, said Carlin, an assistant professor of pediatrics at Columbia University. For that reason, AAP cannot support bed sharing under any circumstances. It is one of a number of recommendations the AAP provided to pediatricians to help stem the tide of infant sleep deaths. Some 3,500 infants, many of whom are in socially disadvantaged communities, die from sleep-related infant deaths in the United States each year. The rate of sudden unexpected infant deaths, SUIDs, among Black and American Indian or Alaska Native infants was more than double and almost triple, respectively, than that of white infants in 2010 to 2013. We have made great strides in learning what keeps infants safe during sleep, but much work still needs to be done. While the AAP strongly advises against co-sleeping, its updated guidelines say babies should sleep in the same room with their parents for at least six months on a separate sleep surface with a firm, flat surface. Parents should always put babies to sleep alone on their backs on a firm mattress, covered in a snug-fitted sheet, according to the AAP. Avoid all extras in the crib, including soft toys, blankets, pillows, soft bedding, sleep positioners, or crib bumpers, as babies can become trapped by such items and suffocate. Crib bumpers have been linked to more than 100 infant deaths during the past 30 years. These products are generally used by well-meaning parents who only want the best for their child and believe they are doing the right thing, said psychologist Carol Pollock-Nelson, a former CPSC staffer who now studies how people use consumer products. When they see their little peanut crying and having trouble settling into the big crib, they think, well, I need to cozy up the crib. My baby just came through the womb, you know, so intuitively, that's what makes sense. But babies do not need any of those cushioned products to be warm and comfortable, Jacobson said. Instead of a sheet or blanket, place baby in a swaddle sack or wearable blanket. In fact, putting excessive clothing or blankets on an infant, especially in a warm room, can be associated with an increased risk for SIDS. Hats and any other head covering should be removed before placing your baby down to sleep, adding that babies only need one more layer than an adult would typically wear. Um, for those of us who were born in Jamaica, grew up in Jamaica, raised children in Jamaica, um, how many children have died in Jamaica because the children were sleeping on the same bed with the parents? Take your time, think about it.
none. No need of thinking, none. I have to say moments that even though the suggestions that they put out there for parents, I think each parent can kind of figure out what their child would like and don't like. My daughter never slept on her back. She didn't like sleeping on her back from day one. She was on her belly. Mm -hmm. And that's where she felt comfortable. And that's where I left her. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a problem with that. I do agree with not having so much junk in the crib. Right. But I think for me and how we grew up, we kind of measured according to what the baby did. Like for some reason, some of our babies know how to hold up their heads very early. Mm-hmm. You know, that That's the main reason why they want you to put a baby on their back because they feel that, they, that when they're on their stomach and if they throw up, they may choke on their own throw up. But if a baby knows how to hold up her head, you won't have that. I think you may not have that problem. And as far as the, what you put them to sleep in, unfortunately, when I was in New York, I had a landlord that did not give me any heat. So my baby was in her little mittens. (laughs) My baby was in her socks. My baby was in her hats. She had several blankets as well as I did swaddle her and she was fine. And I can say, thank God. And I don't, it don't take away from unfortunately the people that have lost their children. Mm -hmm. But I personally feel that SIDS is something, um, what's the word? Like medically wrong with a child and we just don't know because they're so young. Mm -hmm. I've always felt that. So I yield my mic. Thank you so much um, for that, Javette. Anybody else wants to go ahead? Morning. Good morning, Alexia. I was trying to talk before, but I had to exit the room and come back. Oh, Um, yeah, that happens sometimes. So, honest, you see what um, her name is, Javette, just said about um, infants throwing up in their sleep. I'm wondering, because, like, putting a baby on its back and it throws up its sleeve, wouldn't it choke? That's exactly what happens. Versus being face down, it runs out. That's exactly what happens, Alexia. You're right. Exactly. So, and I've always, I, I grew up, Um, my daughter, I grew up with my grandmother, and my grandmother taught me everything I needed to know about growing my daughter. And it was always, don't put the baby on her back put her on her stomach and those crib bumpers they're talking about well yeah i used pillows to make sure my baby <laughs> does not fall off the bed and nothing happened so I, I i i don't understand how babies die so frequently in other countries um um when sleeping with parents or um when left in a crib to sleep or something i don't get it because it hardly happens here in Jamaica. The one thing I would agree with, don't make your kids sleep with you because even when they're at 16, they won't leave your bed. Listen, that's my problem. Listen, I'm going to share something with you. As old as I am, as long as I'm around my parents, well, my dad is gone. But my mom, it's in her bed. Yeah, and I'm almost 50. (laughs) Stop the lie by age. That's not facts. There's nothing like your parents' bed, right? It's the most comfortable bed ever. (laughs) 
I heard you're not ignoring you, Alpha. I hear you're not ignoring you, right? But um, yeah, you're right, um, Alexia, and you are right, Javette. In Jamaica, I never heard about a child dying because they slept with their parent. Um, all four of my boys, thank God, they're 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 okay. Um, they all slept in the bed. Yes, they had their crib and their playpen and their bassinet, but they all were in the bed um my two younger ones they slept on marlon's chest right there or right between us we never rolled on them they never suffocated nothing happened to them um you keep a thing uh what you call it on their head you know when they they're born and you have to cover the mole <laughs> so you keep a hat on their head you cover their fingers because, you know, you don't want fingernails for them to scratch themselves. Nothing happened to them. I don't know. Is it that our babies are different <laughs> from the American babies? I don't know. Well, but, but hold on, Alpha. What I have noticed in some of the stories that we've read where children, where babies die, I don't know if you remember, the parents were on drugs that's what i've heard now um alexia to what you mentioned about on the back on the stomach i have proven it i remember i can't remember which one it was but i remember one of them put them to sleep on their back and all i could hear was <coughs> and i had to jump up so fast because they were choking on what was coming, what was being regurgitated. They were choking on that. And I had to flip them over so quick. So I, I do question this sleeping on the back thing. Tell me about the side. I'm okay with that. But sleeping on the back, I think, is a recipe for disaster, my personal opinion, and based on my experience, you know? Go ahead, Apple. Sorry about that. No, my good one. Let me interrupt. Sorry about that. Um... It, uh, uh, as well, the, the Empress of Wilagon, and I agree with her, you know what I mean? We don't know, it, it come like, it come like, you know, what them scientists are getting so-called doctorate or them degree or bachelor's or whatever it is, what kind of study them are do? Because they always come with some weird, some weird things and it's like, you know, I try to find the right word. But we can never get it. We can never get it. We can never understand it. Like, what kind of research you know? Do want to get this research from? You know, like what, them be a bit different or these. We don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. It, it, them always come some very puzzling things where really and truly just stupid. I don't make no sense. You know what I mean? It, 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 it weird to me. Very weird. <laughs> if you're, and that is why it's like I can't find the right word if you say or of it, you know what I mean, bring it forward. But it, it's very weird and it's like a complete waste of time. Film studies, what they do, because I don't get it. And it seems like all of them alone get it. <laughs> and them come out and them put it out in you know, public and, you know. I feel like them things are feel like, this, this is what you call misinformation, you know what I mean. And them things that I need for clamp down pan. That people will tell the truth and they try to say, oh, misinformation. No. Th these are things they need for clam down pan. I call it misinformation. Cause it doesn't make no sense. 
I'm, yeah, you don't make no sense. I'm alone this one. Thank you so much, Apple. Thank you, Javed. And thank you, Alexia. I mean, it's time for us to take another little break. When we return, we do have uh, Sports Caribbean Corner. And uh, I don't think we have any Latin American stories today. But here is uh, DJ Callen. I don't know why, because he's not singing on this. But it's, I say, Cardi B featuring 21 Savage. We the best music. Another one. DJ Khaled. They say my time is almost up. Tell them, tell them, wish, wish. All these ice looking cold. All these fish sticks. Put a ribbon on my box. Cause it's kick, kick, gifted. I ain't got no free time. All my shit expensive. See my ring, my watch, my chin, and everything is lit, lit. All this gold on a gold. I feel like I'm slick. Love me or they hate me, it don't make no difference It be hard not to kill her Cause I be tempted Now I be counting money, buying jewelry Be body body I just make my ends and mind my business Be body body I can see Cardi eat so much and that's what got him sick But I wonder how they still impregnate all that writing Yeah, better go ahead with that week I'm, I'm certified real street Won't be a song if I leak We, we strapped up like Whatever you do, sis, keep it cute, sis Leave that beef in the roof, Chris, or end up toothless I've been official my whole life, I bought burners, I ain't buy lights How little old me getting money, got everybody all tight Swag, garb, they just me, I disregard Bet you if I had it, couldn't get it hard They say my time is almost up, tell them, tell them, wish, wish All these ice, looking cold, all these fish sticks Put a ribbon on my box, cause it's kicking I ain't got no free time, all my shit expensive See my ring, my watch, my chain, and everything is lit, lit All this gold on a gold, I feel like I'm slick, freak If they love me or they hate me, it don't make no difference It be hard not to kill her, cause I be tempted Bought a Richard Mill, I could've bought me a house No joke Feel like I'm the greatest rapper, came out the South Who won't smoke? She keep trying to fuck, I told her, taught me for now Oh God She got Shots, I told her, work on her mouth. Straight up. Everybody talking this king talk. We should get up, we don't battle. Corn about he ain't getting no money, we don't give a about your talent. Snitch. Came from the bottom of my mother, tied me in there. I was just sleeping on pallets. These rappers, I'm forward again. We the best like DJ Kelly. Spread up. Yo, got that crazy head like a Kanye tweet. 21. Had a wedding for my gloss, call him J and B. I split the rent with my chopper, cause it stay with me. Oh, Leave you drunk like a shot of liquor, ain't no chasing me. Oh, God. He threw in a white flag, but I still want beef. Stupid. Catch you at your album release, you play with Cardi B. Shoot it. Make this pistol blow both ways, I call it Hennessy. I know your mama taught you look both ways for crossing me. They say my time is almost up, tell them, tell them, wish, wish. All these ice looking cold, all these fish sticks. Put a ribbon on my box, cause it's gifted. Gift, gift, I ain't got no free time, all my shit expensive. See my ring, my watch, my chain, and everything is lit, lit. All this gold on a gold, I feel like I'm slick, freak. If they love me or they hate me, it don't make no difference. It be hard not to kill her, cause I'm sick. We the best music. What's that on your wrist? I call it a chandelier. Another one. When I wake up, I wake up with coffee and talk. You're bigger now. Huge. Once again, sis, wait. 
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go, every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments, on Instagram, Moments with me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with me Media 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 let me put that at the end because there is another moments with me channel on youtube so you have to add the media like share comment and click on that notification bell today it is tuesday and it's turned up tuesday we're doing a little afro beats with hip-hop you just heard from uh cardi b and 21 savage courtesy of dj khaled um wish wish now let me tell you something i could not find any clean or edited versions of any 21 savage songs so you know normally it would be the next song when next we return to music would be a 21 savage featuring somebody i couldn't find anything i'm so sorry so we're gonna pick it back up after when we go to our next music break with rihanna and bryson tiller all right thank you so much for joining me for coffee and till and now it is time for sports news L.A., Miami, Atlanta, I hope I said it right, Atlanta, (laughs) and 11 other cities to host 2026 World Cup Games. Los Angeles, New York, Atlanta, Kansas City are among 11 U.S. cities that will host upcoming World Cup Games in 2026. On Thursday, the Soccer Association announced the 16 locations for the tournament's first-ever 48-team bracket. All 60 games will be played in the United States across 11 cities, including the quarterfinals and semifinals. New York and Los Angeles are among the two largest cities to make the cut alongside Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, Miami, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Seattle. The tournament will also be held in Canada and Mexico, with each country hosting 10 games in Toronto, Vancouver, Guadalajara, Mexico City, and Monterey. It will be the first time in FIFA history that three different countries will host the matches. And it will be the first time since 1994 that the games will be played in the U.S. I have an issue with that. I really do. I don't like this being spread all over the country. I'm sorry. Or between three countries. I don't care what y'all want to say. I don't like it. Now, what if a team I want to see is, I don't have money to be going all over the country. I ain't got it. I wanted everything in Miami. Yes, I'm being selfish. (laughs) I I know y'all are ready for that. I wanted everything in Miami. Who has money to be good? Okay, let me run to Atlanta. Next game, Boston. Okay, let me hop over to, well, if I'm in Texas, I can just wrap out Dallas and Houston. Okay, a couple hours apart, no problem. Then, I, oh, next game, Kansas City. Come on, folks. You're not a real fan moments. I ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, you go to the games that that's in Miami and then, um, or whatever team is your team, you follow your team, you know, that's it. But every city needs to make some money. Um, and they have like two, three games playing one day. 
my bex, me not like it, me don't like it. Yeah, yeah, mom, moment, it, it's not gonna work like that. It, you know, like if, like if US, if US is playing their games, it's not like they're gonna play some game in in the US, some in Mexico, and some in Canada. They're gonna play like. My wife driving the truck. They're gonna play in one place, and 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 I think this is this is how it is going to go f going forward, because. I don't know if you watch the history of the World Cup, but every country that hosts the World Cup end up with um, financial problems after. So it's better if three mm. countries. Do. It's better if three countries do it. it. It's a, it's a. When they talk about you make money from from it, it's a big fat lie. Hold on, James. Go back to something you said. They lose money. How do they lose money? What, talk to me. Give me a little more info on that. Okay, so so okay, so the only the only country that was able to make to 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 kind of balance out after a big event was when um, China hosts um, was it the Olympic with with um, because the infrastructure that they have to put in costs billions of dollars and most of it um, government have to put money into it. Mm -hmm. The people the people that make money are private sector people like hotels restaurants but the money that the government have to put in there to 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 build up the infrastructure to to fit um to, to host the games mm -hmm. runs runs into billions of dollars and with the history of the world cup is that after hosting the world cup all of those infrastructure just stay there and rotten because you don't like you're not hosting any 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 foot any soccer um event big enough to to, to hold like 60 70,000 people after the World Cup, so it just stayed there and it's not used. So, what, what China did with, with um, the, the bird nest or whatever they call it, they, 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 they make it so it can transform into other after the World Cup, they were able to transform it into, in, into convention centers and all these other stuff. Mm -hmm. But most other countries, like Brazil, you know, Mexico, all those countries, they have those big stadiums with. That sit seat like seventy thousand people just sitting there empty and when they have like a little game like ten, twenty thousand people go to the game and sitting in a in a in a stadium capacity for like seventy thousand. So they lose a lot of money. Like Olympics, same thing. Canada is still paying for Olympics from like about twelve years ago. Wow. Still paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not it's 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 a big lie when they say you make you don't make countries countries are in debt like decades after when they're trying to pay for olympics mm -hmm. and and world cup because they have to do roads they have to do stadiums they have to do all of these stuff and they end up losing so it, it's better if i think that's that's one of the reasons why they split it okay well that would make sense yeah because canada uh, canada was never going to host it on their own because uh -huh. there, there was talk about like hosting stuff and people people push back and said nope we're not doing that because we're going to be we're Left, left with the bill right yeah okay that that i can see from that perspective why that would make sense um i like what china did to the bird nest though and that's something i would recommend to other countries who have the infrastructure in place see how you can utilize the facility for other things um the world is opening back up tour a lot of people are going on tours artists use these facilities for that you know promote it as a venue make turn it into something lucrative you know um for example in brazil you did mention the stadium in brazil 
I would say have carnival there or a part of carnival there. So, you know, it's not just sitting there idle over the years and not being utilized and then everything deteriorates. Just a suggestion, my humble little suggestion. You know? I want, good morning, everyone. I good morning, Marlon. Going to use in Miami? Are they going to use? It's going to Hard Rock. It's going to Hard Rock. Just up the road, Marlon. So they're not going to use the stadium. What's the name going to build? Um, the soccer stadium they're going to be built in uh, Miami. What's the name? Will that be ready in time? I know what you're talking, but they did say Hard Rocks. Um, the Hard Rock Stadium, um, is where it's going to be at in Miami. Oh. All right, that's good. All right. Thank you. Please get the tickets together um, when the time comes. We're going to see a couple matches. <sighs> Brazil, Brazil. I hope, I hope Jamaica make it. I hope, I hope Jamaica. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Marlon, if Jamaica makes it, God bless the stadium. God bless <laughs> the stadium. Because when Dutch Pat roll in and <laughs> when the players flood out. <laughs> why am I saying that? Uh -huh. I can say Jamaica when it, they they do know the support. I tell you that much when it comes to sports. So if yes. they make it, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. And, and I hope this will be inspiration and motivation for them, Marlon. I really do because I would love them to go there because Mega tell the old state of in a yellow, black, and green right to the castle. Nothing else up in the people that stayed up because we're gonna come out in all our numbers, and of course, people are gonna fly from all over the country to be there to support in full force. And I know I'll be there. I will definitely be there. If Jimmy, God willing, grant me health, strength, and life. Yeah, um, I'll be there. Jamaica, do your thing. If Leon Billy play, uh, Billy, uh, Leon Billy play like how he played the other day, you know what I mean? And, you know, they will pass the ball and uh, score. Definitely. That's going to be nice, of course. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, how long now since they don't make it to a workout? Too long. Too long. Let's just say too long. And now it is time for Caribbean Corner. Is Guyana for sale? People react to controversial Vice documentary. All eyes are on Guyana yet again, as people the world over wait with bated breath to see the recently released Vice documentary, which focuses on what has been ca categorized as widespread corruption within the government. At the start of the trailer for the documentary titled Guyana for Sale and Moore's Rising, Vice President Bharat Jagdeo was all smiles as he responded to questions posed by journalist Isobel Yuang. When asked what Guyana has to offer, he said, the opportunity to make money, and that's why people are coming here. Yuang pointed out that Guyana has dropped two points on the Transparency International Corruption Index, making it one of the most corrupt countries in the Caribbean. When asked if he accepts that there is corrupt, there is a corruption issue plaguing the country and the government, VP Jack Dale said he took issue with the indices used to measure. I have a problem with the indices. 
This is like a blackness index. The darker you are, the lower you are on the index. Responding to pointed questions about whether or not his government accepts bribes, however, the vice president said no. This was challenged by the interviewer who said that several numbers of the Chinese business community in Guyana said that the government does in fact accept bribes and it's the only way to get business done. Caribbean sickness, trust me, Caribbean sickness. A seemingly rattled vice president, Jack Dale, said, I can't comment on that. You can just sit there and fabricate that. The trailer was posted on YouTube one day ago and has already amassed over 82,000 views and at last count over 400 comments. Guyanese the world over have since taken to social media to weigh in on what was discussed during the controversial interview. While many were full of praise for the vice president, who they said answered the questions intelligently and held his own, there were many who were less impressed. What else do we expect him to say that he takes bribes? <laughs> no one in their right senses would say they take bribes, and we know he does. It's, it's a thing that happens. Unfortunately, you know, it's funny that Jack Dale is going to say that, uh, let me go back up, I have a problem with the indices. This is like a blackness index. The darker you are, the lower you are in the index. You know something, Jack Dale? I have news for you. It's unfortunate. It is truly unfortunate that you would have to make that comment because it seems as though we throw the stone another the hog pen and you squeal. Why is it then that there is, and I'm not saying, and I don't want anyone to get me wrong, I'm talking about Caribbean communities and I'm talking about African countries. Why is it that corruption is always rampant within the government? They're always accepting bribes. And I know this for a fact. So no, no Caribbean leader can sit there and say that it's because the darker we are, the lower they position us on the index. No, it's the actions. And unfortunately, it's the darker actions the darker tones that are doing that that's coming to the forefront that they're highlighting and i it, it, corruption is rampant in every single government in the country we're not talking about those we're talking about in the caribbean our issues in the caribbean those issues that keep a noose around our neck they know we are sellouts they know we are they know we can be easily bribed they know they can just put a dollar figure in front of us and we will turn a blind eye. They know that. But you don't expect him, of course, to say, yeah, 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 accept bribes. No, don't worry about it. No. No sensible person is going to own up to that. None. You want to try to use a real scale and know when you use it exactly be smart be smart about your with your comments so we go to jamaica for our next story local doctor performs brain surgery while patient is awake wow delroy ricketts 
was full of life and energy carrying out his daily tasks as a butcher in Clarendon. Well, that was until three months ago when he began experiencing debilitating headaches which significantly impacted his quality of life. Additionally, the usually lively man began to talk less and he lost partial motion on his left side. The sudden and unexpected changes had his son David concerned. He was adamant that his father should see a doctor. The elder Ricketts made several trips to various doctors, one of whom recommended an MRI on his brain. The results left the family shocked. The 62-year-old man had a tumor in the frontal right area of his brain, which was surgically removed last Wednesday during a procedure conducted by Dr. Roger Roger Hunter, who was assisted by Dr. Clement Smith. Remarkably, the eight-hour-long procedure took place while Ricketts was awake. Hunter said this is the first time an awake brain surgery was being conducted in Jamaica. It is yet to be determined whether the tumor is cancerous or benign. Hunter, a renowned consulting neurosurgeon who operates out of the Art of Surgery Institution in St. Andrew, had advised Ricketts to undergo the awake craniotomy, which utilizes electromagnetic axiom image-guided technology, a service that is almost unheard of in the Caribbean. Yes, there is a risk of death. But if we do not do something about this tumor, that's almost certain death, Hunter told the star, mere hours before successfully conducting the groundbreaking procedure last Wednesday. It took 10 hours of preparation, including eight hours of the actual surgery. Wow. 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 Oh, that's all I can say. That's amazing. I'm proud really proud to know that that was done in the island of jamaica and i can say this uh what's your name dr hunter you just opened the the floodgates for yourself because um where people once felt that you had to go overseas to get surgery now people are going to realize that the talent is right there in the island of jamaica you don't have to go overseas for everything as long as you have your money. You don't have to go overseas for everything. I had to throw that in because that's a fact, right? So happy for you, 62-year-old Ricketts, Mr. Ricketts. I'm really happy for you. Dr. Roger Hunter and Dr. Clement Smith, good job. Great job. You and your team are well-deserving of whatever applaud and accolades that come afterwards put jamaica on the map with something bright yes you can tell people not go eight our parish but no can't stop with success yeah right that's so <laughs> also uh, okay i don't know what's gonna happen well this is the under 20s um but anyway let's see jamaica hammered 5-0 by honduras in Concacaf men's under 20 championship hmm James were not looking too cute with the under-20s. They need to get it together. Jamaica suffered a humiliating 5-0 defeat to host nation Honduras in their second group game of the 2022 CONCACAF Men's Under-20 Championship in San Pedro Sula on Monday night. 
Marco Tulio Aceituno added to his tournament total of three goals with a first-half brace in the third and 35th minutes. A red card handed Lamont Rochester the end of the uh, at the end of the half made the comeback task or comeback task even more difficult for the reggae boys, and the Catrochos took advantage, adding an Isaac Castillo goal in the 48th minute. And then a Jeffrey Macias brace in the 58th and 85th minutes to seal another three points. So what does that mean for Jamaica? The defeat means that Jamaica has slipped to third place in Group H with the point earned from their one-all draw with Costa Rica on Saturday. Jamaica will round off their group play against the bottom place. Why they got to say it like that? against bottom place Antigua and Barbuda on Wednesday. Antigua and Barbuda are without a point. Come on, Antigua and Barbuda, get yourself on the map. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't have zero. No, get a point, get a point. We need you to have a point over there, right? So, uh, Jamaica's most beloved family, the Marshalls, the MTM, meet the Mitchells, Tammy Chin and Wayne Marshall welcomed their baby girl. I think it was on Friday it happened. Um, Yeah, Tammy Chin and Wayne and husband Wayne Marshall have welcomed their fourth child together. And this will be Wayne's fifth child. Yeah. Um, Daughter, Ivy Arrow Mitchell, expressing joy at her arrival. Tammy Chin shared the news in an Instagram post with adorable photos of her three sons holding the newest addition to the family. Our littlest love has come earthside. We are also overjoyed that her arrival and looking forward to this next beautiful chapter. Yeah, she was born June 16, 2022. All right, so Mr. Marshall got his um, wish. He certainly tried and tried and tried and tried for that little girl and he finally got it. On to Trinidad and Tobago, should TNT businesses put the salary in job descriptions? With many people looking for jobs, there has been significant discourse online about job postings. Conversations on Twitter and TikTok have been analyzing the responsibilities listed for jobs, the interview process, and the salaries for specific jobs. The latter taking up a particular conversation online due to many companies in Trinidad and Tobago not stating the salary expected for the positions they are advertising. Making many wonder what the standard practice is for job postings locally. Locally, Are Trinidad and Tobago businesses supposed to list the salary in their job descriptions? There is currently no requirement or condition for local companies to list the price in their job descriptions, both legally and to advertise or post on recruitment and employment website. Lara Quentrell Thomas, the owner of Regents Recruitment and Resources Limited, confirmed this in an interview with Loop and noted one exception. Unless you are posting a vacancy that is governed by a collective agreement, otherwise it is up to the individual employer if they wish to. Many online users have questioned why businesses are so reluctant to stay to the salary. According to Quentrell Thomas, the salary is negotiable in many cases, and businesses prefer not to post it to ensure they do not deter interested applicants. 
Some businesses maneuver this by listing the salary range. However, many prefer to opt out entirely. What are your preferences? Do you prefer, or I should say, what is your preference? Do you prefer for them to post the amount, this, at least the starting, since salaries are negotiable based upon experience and qualifications? Do you think they should post the salary or not post the salary? What's your consensus? I think I think they should post something so you have a measurement, even though when you get to the interview, depending on how you impress them, you may still be able to get what you want. I agree with that. That's how I see it. Anybody else wants to share their opinion on that one? How do you feel? Post the salary or not? Go Post ahead. Post the salary, man. Yeah. Post the salary. Yeah, I'm by posting that bag. Post the salary. Facts. I agree. Because it may be worth it for someone and not for someone else. But don't hold me ransom. Because let me tell you something. Preparing for an interview takes a lot of time. Right? And with gas prices where they are, and I'm sure if someone has to take public transportation, whether it's a hired taxi or a bus, or even, even if they have to ask someone, to, a friend or family member to take them, there is an, a cost factor included. And with the prices they are right now, we want to make sure that we're not making putting an added burden. Let me put it that way. We, we're not imposing an added burden on potential applicants, right? And cut to the chase. Nobody has time for foolishness now. This is what it is. Okay, let me apply. This is what it is. Heck no, I'm way past that. I don't waste your time. You don't waste my time. I don't have to go through three interviews before we're sitting at the table to negotiate a salary. I may be the perfect fit for you, but you will not be the perfect fit for me because I'm not going to take less or the same amount. I'm looking to increase my pocket, right? That's how I look at it. So I agree. Let us go ahead and get those numbers posted up. No stories out of Latin America. We're going to take another quick music break when we return, believe it or not. News and inter entertainment. Entertainment news coming right up. Here is um here we have who is this? Who we have coming up? Oh, we have Bryson Tiller and Rihanna. Wild thoughts. Another one. You could take it. No, you wanna see me naked, naked, naked. I wanna be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in his wedges like he came from Maytag. Rocket with it on the brown liquor. Then I get like this, I can't be around you. I'm too lit to dim down the notch. Cause I can into things that I'm gon' do. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Let's go. I hope you know I'm for the tag. You know this cookie's for the bag. 
Kitty, kitty, baby, get her things to rest. Like, 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 like the 68 Jets. Diamonds and nothing when I'm rocking with ya. Diamonds and nothing when I'm shining with ya. Just keep it white and black as if I'm your sister. I'm too hip to hop around, time to hit with ya. I know I get wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Wow, wow, wow. When I with you, all I get is wild thoughts. In my stones, let it rain. I hide your plane in the bank, coming down like a Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we go. We Rockefellers, we fly higher than weather, and she flies are better. You know me, in anticipation for precipitation, stack chips with a rainy day. Jay, Rain Man is back with Little Miss Sunshine. Rihanna, where you at? You have my heart, and we'll never be worlds apart. Maybe in magazines, but you still be. Baby, cause in the dark You can't see shiny cars on myself live from the Mercer run up on Yeezy the wrong way I might murk it flee in the G450 I might surface political refugee asylum can be purchased 
Everything's for sale, got five passports, I'm never going to jail. I made Jesus walk, so I'm never going to hell. Couture level flow is never going on sale. Luxury rap, the Hermes of verses, sophisticated ignorance, write my curses and cursive. I get it custom. You a customer, you ain't custom to going through customs, you ain't been nowhere. Huh? And all the ladies in the house got them showing out. I'm done, I hit you up, man. Nah. Welcome to Havana, smoking Cubanos with Castro and Cabanas. Via Mexico, Cubano, Dominicano, all the plugs. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where... I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram, Moments with Me Media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. It is Turned Up Tuesday. Hip hop and Afrobeats is how we did it today. Yeah, six degrees of separation. Thank you so much, uh, Jay Z. And, um, who was that? Kanye? Yeezy? Yee? Not sure what to call him. Yeah, before that, you heard Rihanna and Bryson Tiller on the DJ Khaled track, Wild Thoughts. Then we had Rihanna featuring Jay-Z, Umbrella. And that was Jay-Z. And I don't know if I should say Jay-Z featuring Yee, Yee featuring Jay-Z, whichever. Uh, Otis. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me for Coffee and Toe. And now it is time for Believe It or Not Stories. So. An art teacher has been fired after allowing 15-year-old students to pose partially naked for a project. How dumb can you get? An art teacher has been fired, of course. 41-year-old Emma Wright was working as an art teacher at Huxlow Science College in England. In 2017, she assigned her students an art project, including a classroom photo shoot. Wright allegedly allowed her female students, as young as 15, to take partially naked pictures of themselves and other students. Some photos showed students using bottles of alcohol and their hands to cover their breasts. Other images showed the girls making offensive gestures while smoking and wearing their school uniforms. According to The Sun, one picture had a student posing with their hand inside their underwear or in a pose which simulated masturbation. Wright was reported to the teacher regulation agency after the school's head of design discovered one student's art portfolio containing inappropriate pictures. The TRA later removed Wright from the teaching register for two years. I'm a good person. I am not the person they're making me out to be. Wright says, the agency gave a statement on the situation saying, whilst the panel was satisfied that there was a low risk of repetition, it did not find that Mrs. Wright had fully reflected on the safeguarding implications of allowing pupils to take photographs of themselves or others in a state of undress. Wright is now banned from teaching for two years but says she doesn't plan on ever teaching again. I feel there is a deep injustice about it, but I'm not going to appeal 
because I no longer wish to teach. I have written to my MP, the union, and the education minister regarding this. Ah, uh, you can't do that, um, right? These are children. Um, what you could have done is you could have set up an art studio on your own, your own private business. And I don't know what the age of the age of consent is in England. I'm not sure, but let me stick with 21. I'm just going to throw that out there. You open up an art studio where you can teach people art, whether it's on canvas, oil painting, whatever, um, photography. Yeah, to take pictures. There's nothing wrong with taking pictures of partially nude, but you can't do it with children. Stick to adults. Teach them that art, the angles, that sort of thing. Because there are many paintings that are hanging in homes, in the hallways of um, museums, right? With women who were naked, and we're talking about, what, 18th century, 19th century paintings, with women who are naked, half naked, with their backs turned. What's the name of that painting? It's a very famous one that everybody oohs and ahs over. And students are taught about that painting, believe it or not, in high school. Yes, you are. Um, oh my gosh, what's the name of that painting? I think it's by an Italian. The woman is sitting on the floor. Her back is turned, she's naked, her back is turned. And when you're looking at the painting, her head is turned to the left. Brown hair. Nobody knows that painting. You're not talking about the Ven the the Venus one with her in the shell, no, right? No, not, not that, that one. one. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. Ah, I forgot the name of the painting. Oh Lord. Um. Okay, now I have to go with to to Google. <laughs> Famous paintings of women. Let's see. Where is it? Let me see if I can. Okay, we have the birth of Venus. That's a very popular one, okay? And you're taught about that in high school. Uh, there is the Olympia with the woman naked on the bed. And there is the La Mahaja Desnuda. That's another one. There is also, but I'm trying to... Ah! It's the Venus. It is the Venus. She's on so a it bed. it is the Venus. It okay. is the Venus. You are absolutely right. Uh yeah, it is the Venus with her back turned. Well, hold on. This is one Venus with the back turned lying on a bed. Well, what appears to be bed. You have Lady Godiva who is riding naked on a horse. Um, you have Sistine Chapel. So there are many works of art out there that um, embrace the nudity. And I would think these that we're looking at are depicting more nudity than what they're talking about. But you have to understand, and we don't know the ages of these women in these old paintings. That's another thing. We really don't know the ages of those women, right? Um, but in today's society, with how things are, you cannot do that with children. That's a huge no-no. Huge no-no. And I understand art is an expression right? Um, it allows us to put on canvas or put on film the things that we think about or what we see around us. 
Yes, these children may be masturbating. Yes, they may be seeing, they see people smoking cigarettes all the time because you walk up and down in the streets. It's in, even in their homes. But because they're exposed to it out there doesn't mean that you do it in the classroom, right? Because at the same time, not all children are exposed to everything. So we have to exercise common sense. That's she all. probably didn't even get um, permission from the parents. That too. That too, Javette. And would you as a parent even allow it to your 15-year-old child? Heck no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no, 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 no. 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 A five-year-old boy died after being left in a car for hours while his mother prepared for a birthday party. This is so unfortunate. Um, this happened at the family's home in Houston. The mother left the child in the car while she went inside to prepare for the daughter's birthday party on Monday. And this is according to a report made by law enforcement to CNN. The mother was in a rush when she got home with her son and eight-year-old daughter. And the young boy was left in the car when she and her daughter went inside the house. It wasn't until two or three hours later that the mother realized her son was still buckled into his car seat. This time, the child did not make it out. And again, with the business of the activities that they were preparing for, it took a while for them to notice that the child was not in the house. First responders pronounced the child dead at the scene, the sheriff said. It is unclear if the mother will face charges. Temperatures in Houston reached a record high on Monday as the Houston Hobby Airport reported a high of 101 degrees, according to CNN Weather. While the boy knew how to unbuckle himself, investigators believe he was not familiar with the vehicle because it was a rent-a-car. Oh, gosh. Um, Moments. Yeah. I have to say, this came across my phone yesterday, and it pissed me off. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Some of us women... Even though our children may be independent, they forget that the children are still children. I don't care if my five-year-old know how to unbuckle himself and get out of the car. Do I just walk away and leave him? Or I know that he got out the car and followed me. And I see this every day because my offices are in the mall. The parents would be like 12 feet away and the kids are behind them. Why? Why? They're still children. It doesn't matter how independent you allow them to be or how independent they are. Sorry about that. Yeah. That doesn't... Headhunter been calling me every day. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> and I'm like, leave me alone already. Um, that doesn't dismiss you as a parent to make sure that you're protecting your child. And it so pissed me off yesterday when it came across my phone. Mm -hmm. It really did. And then a whole two hours, you don't know where your five-year-old is. So, so also that saying to me that your children are probably never around you. Maybe they're watching TV for how many hours 
or playing video games for how many hours that you're never even concerned with what they're doing. I did not grow up that way. And I did not, I was getting ready to speak in Patois. I did not bring my child up to not know what she's doing throughout the day. I don't care how independent she is. It's, it's ridiculous. And I don't think anything is gonna happen to this person because um, the home they showed on TV <laughs> it is one of them million dollar homes. Ooh. Oh. Okay. So I don't think anything is gonna happen to this woman. And I and I I mean I'm sure as a mother and I hope as a mother let me not even say I'm not gonna even say what I wanna say. Yeah. It it just it totally upsets me the way that people just kind of leave their kids to do whatever they wanna do. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Javette, mothers will have their Louis Vuitton bags on their shoulders and their phones in their hand and the child left in the car. Yep. Seen that so many times. You don't leave your cell phone, but you leave your child. They will never, ever leave. If they leave their cell phone in the car, they're going to go back and get it. They're Guaranteed. going back for that cell phone. Guarantee that, but they don't go back and get it. That's just, that's just stupid and ridiculous. She needs to be held accountable, Marlon and Javette. She needs to be held accountable. And unfortunately, she will be for the rest of her life. And I'm not dismissing... And I'm not saying I never did anything because my child has been locked in the car a couple of times because I had a car that as soon as I got out the car, the car would, the door would lock. Right. Okay. But I never even walked away from my car. Okay. My oh. daughter has been locked in the car with the car running. So I'm not dismissing um, when we get busy. Right. You know, I'm not dismissing that. But what happened yesterday? Let me tell you, if it was 101 degrees on the the um, temperature thing, that means it was almost 110. Yep, facts. And you forgot about your child for how many hours? Hmm. Come on, man. Sweltering heat. Come on, man. But it's not and the first time, Javette. if that child was so independent, the child should have been helping you bring stuff in the house. Yep. Everybody get a bag and come in the house. Yep. So, I'm sorry. I'm a land my yeah. I'm yielding my mic. Thank you, Javette. We are so taken up. We're so distracted. I leave your child. I guess she's thinking, okay, he, you know, it's at home. The child knows how to get out of the seat, and will come out and get inside. But if you notice. A few minutes go by. Hey, where's your brother? Is the house so big you don't even know who is coming and who is going? Is the house so big you don't know who is going and who is coming? The house is actually really big, though. It's a huge house. Okay, a so it's over 5,000 square feet. Okay. But they said it wasn't even her car. It was a rental car. It was a rental car. So the okay. child lock could have been on in the back seat too. That, too? Let me tell you, if my front door opens, I know, 
No matter where I am. I got my phone next to me all the time. For the most part. Not all the time. For the most part in my house. But if I don't have my phone next to me. The. What you call it. Monitor in the kitchen counter. You hear it. You hear the beeping. You know. Front door open. Back door open. Side door open. This door open. That door open. So you know when the, the a door opens. You hear the garage door? Well, I hear it anyway because these kids slam doors. I'm like, well, one of these days the door's going to fall off the hinges. I might as well just remove the damn doors anyway. Right? Um, you know when someone goes in or out. If I'm upstairs, I know, I still know. So you should know if your child has come in the house, yes or no, because you'll hear a door or something, something. And these people who live in these million-dollar homes, trust me, their homes are well-equipped with the latest technology. So they know when people go and come. She needs to be held accountable. Yes, she's going to have to live with regret for the rest of her life, but um, she should not escape the repercussions. But I think a lot of these parents who they need to leave something in the back seat something where they would never forget so they can remember their kid they have to do something because it's it's been going on for too long and too many kids have you know been dying over the years from heat um they need to leave something in their back seat when they that Leave, the, leave your cell phone in the back seat. Something you, you never forget. You know you're going to go back and get it, you know, within five minutes or ten minutes or whatever. You know, they have to do something. I don't know, but they need to do something. Let me ask you a question, Marlon, from a male perspective. As the father of the child, how do you move forward with that, with with the with the mother how do you move forward with your wife how do you, how do you move forward knowing that carelessness attributed to the child dying how do you move forward as a man what goes through a man's head at that point i don't know i think i don't know i'm not sure if she was if she's still married to the husband or not but as a father i don't know if i've i don't know if i can forgive you it's going to take a long time for me to freely forgive um, for what you have done to my child because I'm going to blame you. No matter what you say, I'm going to blame you because you left my child in that car. You you were too busy doing other things and leave my child to die. I would never forgive you. And you know, if I do, it's going to take forever. Yeah, it's it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's, um, yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. It is a tough pill to swallow. Losing your five-year-old child because you're so busy planning a party for your eight-year-old. Let's see what happens, Javette. Let's see what happens. Let's see. And she's probably done it before. I was going to say that earlier, yeah. Possibility something I've done happened before and but happened went back and got him or whatever. So a lot of stuff happens in life and it's happened before. And I'm not saying we all are perfect. No, we're as, not. As Ms. Javetta said earlier, you know, her car lock, when she get out of the car, 
and but she stays there. But at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect parents. But when it, when it comes to certain, when it comes to your kids, we need to be perfect for for your kids. We need to be there for your kids. You know, we need to protect them. We need to be there no matter what's going on in your life. You brought these you brought these kids in the world. Take care of them, please. You know, don't let everything and everything bother you so you forget about your kids. You know, yeah, we know life is rough and, and things is rough out there. But you have a responsibility. Take care of your responsibility, please. Yeah. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, Javette. I'm going to go into entertainment news. Chris Rock reportedly turns down hosting the Emmy Awards. The Emmy Awards are aiming for big ratings, requesting Chris Rock and Dwayne The Rock Johnson to host the 2022 ceremony. Both men have been approached to lead the show, though it looks like at least one of the actors has turned down the gig. Chris Rock has rejected the offer, while The Rock has yet to make a decision. However, Deadline reports that the former pro wrestler is unlikely to accept the job. Okay, you can't give me a call. I'll I'll take the I'll, I'll take the job. Just make sure you have no lines where nobody go come up and slap me on my face, because uh, you slap me, I'ma slap you back. That's the only thing. Since the infamous Oscar slap, the down to earth comedian has been highly sought after for hosting positions with awards. Shows thirsty for viewers likely to tune in, hoping Rockwell references run in with Will Smith. So they're trying to capitalize. Come on, do better than that. Come on. So <laughs> that that is kind of funny though. Is is so I guess if both rocks are there, <laughs> the bigger rock is going to protect the smaller rock. <laughs> Just turn the other cheek, brother. <laughs> Listen, if they can guarantee that ain't nobody going to come up on stage and slap me, I will do it for y'all, you know? And I don't even request a lot of a billions. I'll do it for y'all. But I guarantee you this, whoever writes those lines and causes somebody to come up on stage and slap the living daylights out of me, remember me tell you. Mark stand to my hand and Mark stand to them fierce because I ain't taking that line down. I am so sorry. I am not Chris Rock. Mm -mm. No, I am not that evolved yet. So sorry. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rock stated in April that he would only address the incident when someone cut a big enough check for him to do so. The Rock is simply too busy with his latest film, Black Adam, debuting later this year and other movie projects in the works. Last year, comedian Cedric the Entertainer delivered the laughs as host of the 2021 Emmys. He kicked off the show honoring late rapper Biz Marquee and appeared to be a big hit with the crowd. It is unclear if an offer has been extended to him to return. The Emmys will take place on September 12th. So, showrunners still have a few months to secure a host for the evening. <laughs> oh, this is so good. My, my, um, what should I call him? 
you know what? Let me, because Marlon, Marlon, we're not going to get into a tit for tat with this one. So, Pharrell Williams. He's like a vampire, never gets old. Pharrell Williams surprises NAACP youth leaders by paying off their student loans. How nice. But anyway, let me read this story. <clears throat> Pharrell Williams made a few HBCU students and recent grads happy after paying off their student loans. The producer made the announcement during an NAACP panel, a part of his Something in the Water Festival. The panel discussed the student debt crisis among black students in school. NAACP President Derek Johnson shared photos of the moment. The five recipients were made aware of Williams' generosity. Johnson also made that moment the perfect opportunity to call for President Joe Biden to relieve all student debt priceless the moment five young AACP leaders learn Pharrell is canceling all their student debt potos it's your turn now to do the same for all Americans plagued by student debt wisdom Cole, the NAACP's national director of youth and college applauded Williams and pointed out how debt specifically affects the black community Pharrell forever changed their lives student debt continues to disproportionately plague the black community and crush opportunities for so many black people. It is time to reduce the racial wealth gap. It is time for President Biden to fulfill his promise. The promise Cole is referring to is Biden's 2020 campaign promise to eliminate the national student debt. Uh, remember Biden said in April, um, I am considering dealing with some debt reduction. I am not considering $50,000 debt reduction, but I'm in the process of taking a hard look at whether or not there will be additional debt forgiveness. Collectively, more than 43 million Americans have $1.6 trillion in federal student debt. Yeah. Um, so here is Biden. Just a reminder with his considering and thinking, right? He's a thinker. Wants to make sure what he does is right. Doesn't want to step on anybody's toes. But good job, Pharrell. I applaud you for that. See, Marlon? See, my boy Pharrell doing his thing out there? Yeah? Mm -hmm. You know what? You're going to leave him alone. And he is taller than me, right? He's taller than me. Yeah, whatever. You, you just jealous. He, you just jealous. He could have been my husband. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, I thought that far. When Biden busted his butt the other day with a Nazi fence in him. <laughs> and I guess it worked. <laughs> mute my mic. Marlon. Marlon, be nice to the elderly. Be nice to your senior citizens. You don't do that. Oh, I'm always nice to senior citizens, but when they do stupid things, I want to say things too. So, you know, I respect my elders. I always do. I grew up like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, the fall. Who else saw the fall? He's okay. He didn't break any bones. He's all right. You remember, did anybody see the comments under the Shade Room um, post on IG? Which the guest Biden. Oh, I didn't know. When he went on the bike ride, yeah, he went on the bike ride, he and his wife, and
he fell off the bike and um, he said he's okay. And then people were tearing up in the comments, which the gas prices would fall like Biden. Wow. <laughs> wish, wish the federal student debt loan would fall like Biden. I'm sorry. Good morning. He fell recently. Yes. Over the weekend. Yes. Oh, it's all baby. over IG. Go look it up. Shade Room had it. Yeah. He fell. And he had on his bike helmet, too. But, um, yeah. Wait, I watched, I watched the news Monday morning. I didn't see that <laughs> on the news. <laughs> you got to check. Listen, Javette, there's a lot of news on IG or TikTok that ain't make it to mainstream. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know why that didn't make it to mainstream. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Was it on mainstream here in Miami, Marlon? I can't remember. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, but it sure was on the internet. All over. But, but they show everything else, right? <laughs> they show us everything else. It was the comments for me. Trust me. I'm glad he's okay. But it was the comments, Javet. Let me tell you something. These people on the internet, they are cold. Cold as heck. Right? Hardly anybody felt sorry for him. Everybody was attacking the gas prices, student debt load, gun reform. Get, get, get your job done. I, that is like so cruel. He, he, t <laughs> honestly, he should not have been on a two wheeler. He should have been on one of those three wheeler ones. I mean, I mean, just honestly, he looks so frail already. <sighs> oh my gosh, you're heartless. My friends in DC, my, my friends in DC said the ancestors pushed him off. <laughs> Promise he would discuss reparations. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> y'all are disgusting. No sympathy, no empathy, no nothing. That's really funny. They say, who this bad mind? This boy got bad mind. Push him off. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <sighs> Let me get it together. You know what? I should not be laughing. Karma is a B. <laughs> Let me behave myself. Lord, forgive no, us. No, that is karma. That's karma happening. <laughs> okay. Get it together moments. Lest it should happen to you. So, Wendy Williams reveals future plans after talk show. A new podcast is in the works. Wendy Williams may be doing just fine after the ending of her talk show. It's reported she's moving to the world of podcasts. The Wendy Williams show ended last week, and Wendy Williams was nowhere in sight on the show's exit. Though her montage left viewers with some nostalgia, it also left them wanting more. Well, the good news is that she is moving on to the next big digital medium podcasts. Extra reports. In, her, in a teaser video, Billy Bush speaks on the phone with the former show host and tells the audience she is heading off into the world of podcasts with iTunes. Williams did receive multiple offers for podcasts after the show's ending was announced, but there hasn't been any official word on where she was going until the leaked teaser video. Sherry Shepard closed out the series finale by commending Wendy on all her efforts and calling her the queen of all media. 
On behalf of all of the guest hosts, I want to say thank you so much to all the loyal Wendy watchers for making this show a success. And most of all, we have to thank you, Wendy. If you think about it, Wendy Williams changed daytime talk with her unique take on hot topics, her one-of-a-kind celebrity interviews, the signature Ask Wendy segments, and of course, her famous, How you doing? Absolutely. And I want to say, Miss Wendy, you are an icon. And you are loved by so many. Shepard will host her show this fall, which takes the place of Wendy's old show. All right. So Wendy isn't going anywhere, so you can't get rid of her. Can't get rid of me. So Lawrence Fishburne is open to finding that lucky lady at the age of 60. I don't know why I thought he was married. Hmm. Let me see. Hold on. I think he was. Oh, he was. All right, let's get into it. Matrix actor Lawrence Fishburne is single and ready to mingle. Several years after his divorce, Fishburne and his second wife of 16 years, actress Gina Torres, married in 2002 but divorced in May 2018. He married his first wife, Hajna Omas, in 1985, but the two divorced sometime in the 1990s. Despite two failed attempts at love, the 60-year-old says he's ready to put himself back out there. Eventually, I would like to date, but there is nobody in particular on my radar. He revealed to page six at the Tribeca Festival on June 13. Love may be in his future, but for now, the legendary actor known for other monumental roles such as Ike Turner in What's Love Got to Do With It? And Boys in the Hood is focused on his craft. He premiered his new documentary, The Cave of Adullam, during the Tribeca Festival. In addition, he recently signed on to star in the film Frank and Louise alongside Clifton Collins Jr. The highly anticipated movie centers around a life sentence prison inmate working as a caregiver for elderly prisoners experiencing memory loss, a role sure to stand out during award season. Unfortunately for the single ladies of the world, it doesn't appear that Lawrence Fishburne has social media at this time. So shooting those shots may prove harder than usual in today's dating world. Hmm, okay. Um, I don't know how we're going to reach him, um, single ladies, not sure. He doesn't appeal to me, though. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Rosola, behave yourself. Who wants more Wendy Williams asking for a friend? I have several seats, Rosola. Behave yourself. Be nice. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Do any of you ladies find him appealing, Lawrence Fishburne? I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah, no. He probably could. They could reach him through his daughter if they need to reach him. Who is his daughter? Oh, the porn star! Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Wait, his daughter's a porn star? An aspiring porn star who thought she could do a sex tape and make money because the Kardashians did their sex tape and made money. No, she's not aspiring. She did become one. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, cheap. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> didn't they, they didn't turn his back on her? He didn't talk to her or something like something that? Something like that because of it. it. Yeah. Because of what she was decided to do. Yeah. You're right, Marlon. 
Yeah. She wasn't appealing. She didn't make it. <laughs> How do you know? I don't know of her. <laughs> good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. To walk in. Wow. Oh my gosh, Dr. Daphne, good morning. Yeah, she didn't make it. Clearly. Behave yourself. <clears throat> Javette, you spoke to me yesterday and I listened to you and I thought long and hard. I'm going to be honest. I thought long and hard about the platform I am on and that I have to be careful what I say. Not everything good for eat, good for talk. Exactly. <laughs> Stop it. You're making me laugh out loud in the office. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so <clears throat> Javette. Um, that includes laughing too, moment, because <laughs> laughing alone will get you in trouble. You can't not get out of the laughing. So Javid, I think she needs another set of talk. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm a work in progress, Dr. Daphne. I am a serious work in progress. And to make it worse, I live with somebody who is unfiltered. Or <laughs> doesn't help. It really doesn't help. But um, I'm trying. Hey, I, I'm a teacher that's unfiltered, so <laughs> I, I, I have no no crumb of throwing stone at you because both our glasses will be broken. Oh, oh my gosh. All right, you know what? Let me get it together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's get serious for our last story. So I didn't know that... Um, you know something? Wh whoever wants to see the President Joe Biden tumble... Not me saying it. This is what's on here, okay? You can go to you saw it? go to IG Baller Alert. Go to their IG page, and it's there. President Joe Biden isn't letting his embarrassing tumble keep him down. Says he's feeling well. It's there, yeah. So, Latoya Luckett and Slim Thug open up about their relationship in Luckett's new YouTube series. You know, as I'm reading this, so <clears throat> I have been told that. To make it, whatever make it means, I need to put my face out there. Do we really have to put our faces out there to make it? Because there are other people who you don't know what they look like who have made it, who are very successful at what they do and have been successful before the onset of um, social media. So is it really necessary for you to put your face out there? And how does an introvert navigate that space? How do we navigate that? Isn't success relative? Facts. Just so if you feel successful right now, then you're successful. You're not measuring it. If if you're talking monetary, are you talking personal? I think the only thing that can be measured is a monetary success. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is in dollars and cents. Yes, we need money to pay our bills, right? But, <clears throat> excuse me, I think a lot of people are more focused on the dollar bill than actually for... Um, the love of it you know it's more about the likes than the love and I believe if you 
really love something and you're passionate about something, everything else will fall in place. That's how I feel at least. I don't know. That's how I think. But um, yeah. Latoya Luckett, Luckett and Slim Thug opened up about their relationship. I had no idea she was dating him. Wasn't she just married the other day to some other guy who, while she's living in Atlanta, he's building a house in Texas and he refuses to leave Texas because his child lives in Texas. Something. Was, which, which reality show was she on, briefly? Was it RHOA, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Was it that one? I can't remember. Nah, she was a tiny, no. T.I. and tiny. Ta ah, that one, T.I., what is it, T.I. and tiny family values? Harris family values? What's the name of that show? Whatever. Yeah. Yes, thank you for the reminder, Marlon. That is where she was. Yeah. And remember, Latoya Luckett was one of the original members of Destiny's Child. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, so her and her husband divorced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why every time some of them get on TV, they end up getting divorced? <clears throat> I don't know. You see it too? Yeah. I don't know. Something about that limelight, you know, the spotlight is not for everybody. And I, you know what I would say? Have a conversation with your significant other before you embark on that journey. Understand all the possible things that can go wrong and come up with a game plan if you are committed to each other and you're committed to your relationship and you want your relationship to last have a game plan sit down and talk about okay what if this happens what if this happens what if that happens how do we deflect how do we work around it how do we get over it right but i think a lot of people get into the limelight without having these conversations. Somebody gets in their feelings. Somebody feels that they, their britches get a little bit too tight. And, um, and people start separating. Instead of seeing how they can work together. That, that's my opinion. I think, I, think some of these, I think some of these are manufactured, right? Like a, like a green card marriage. I think some of these, I think some of them are manufactured. You don't, you, look at the Johnny Depp divorce trial proceedings. You, how often do you see a trial like that when these stars have these separations or divorces and, you know, it doesn't make news. You don't see these big payouts, not that often, right? As many stars as you see and people who go through these cycles. So sometimes I just think it's kind of shady. Looks fabricated. I can agree with that. All right, ladies. I'm reading. I'm reading the story. They said he cheated when she was pregnant. Ah. Oh. Okay. All right. Thank you. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. <laughs> and now a moment with me. It's not about being perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how change occurs and those are the words of jillian michaels consistency and determination here is kanye west with heartless i'm taught the cold story ever told somewhere far along this road he lost his soul to a woman so heartless thank you to all our listeners who logged on to qmzradio.com 
and JanoRadio.com. And everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. You were listening to Coffee in Tow and listening, I should say, to Coffee in Tow World News on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversations, shared views varying opinions and interesting perspectives here's what's coming up later on today at 5 p.m eastern it's naturalist live with dj naturalist in the quality music zone on qmzradio.com naturalist you cheated us out of clubhouse yesterday but i listened to you on the qmzradio.com okay then at 7 p.m eastern we tune into the rosolo show live on johnoradio.com stream online or listen on the Jano Radio app, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And right after the Rosolo show, keep it locked to JanoRadio.com because up next at 9 p.m., it's Vibes Tuesday with DJ Rookie. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We, 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 we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.